podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What's up, Knight fans? Sons of UCF is proudly presented by the law firm of Gordon and Partners. Since 1993, Gordon and Partners have been dedicated to the pursuit of justice for those who have been wrongfully injured at no fault of their own. It's important that you get legal advice from somebody you trust, so contact UCF alum Michael Hoffman directly if you have any legal needs or questions. Visit their website, fortheinjured.com, or text 407-913-5350 to talk to Michael directly. Don't just trust anybody. Trust the best. And trust a knight. Gordon and Partners. For the Injured. This is the Sons of UCF, the number one place for UCF sports. With your distinguished host, Adam. Let's all get together and see who can solve the wordle the fastest. And Mike. You know, last year, I think I said about 30 people in the UCF, Sons of UCF group. Let's try to double that. Let's try to get 50. Now, here are the guys. All right, welcome to part two of the Sons of UCF, the shenanigans hour, if you will, Mike. Uh, This is where you'll see Cow of the Week. You'll get a movie review from us uh, and anything uh, that happens to pop into our heads while we're sitting here talking. Very similar in the first part, how we talked about what the hell the straw was that broke who's back and what drink that was in, Mike. But Landon Woodson was uh, our interview this week. Um, You know, didn't say a lot at times, Mike, but I thought he said some interesting things by what he didn't say. what did you make of his comment where he, he, he essentially said, hey, in year one, some guys didn't really buy in and you know, weren't really believing the coaches and didn't believe in play calls and all that stuff? What did you, what did you make of, of those comments and his kind of thought process there? Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I'd like to know who he was really talking about. He said it was early in the year. Is that <laughs> it wasn't obvious. It was, I almost asked him directly if he was talking about Dylan Gabriel, but I just figured that'd be too obvious. Right. And then he said, you know, it got better as the year went on. So was it Gabriel? Was it, you know, guys that ended up transferring um, Jalen Robinson, guys like that, possibly. Um, yeah. I, something to think about, but he said it improved and it got better the second year and he expects, he expects it to be better here coming up in the third year. So, that, that's something that's going to happen. Anytime you get a coaching change, people are kind of going to look at it, you know, a little sideways at first and, you know, no different here than anywhere else. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty. I mean, he was pretty honest about, you know, while he seemed like he enjoyed his time playing with big cat, obviously big cat coming to UCF impacted his playing time a little bit. Um, so I think his honesty on, on, on that was pretty important. Um, and then, you think about, you know, he said that 22 team was way different from the 21 team guys had bought in. You kind of know who leaves that 20, that 21 team, right? Who's not on the roster in 22. And you can kind of read between the lines, I guess, if you want, make your own conclusion on what that was about, Mike. But Landon Woodson, a good dude, um, sucks to, you know, essentially kind of see he, he has to make a decision to end his career um, just based on injuries. But it sounds like he's got a good you know, professional gig lined up and he's enjoying what he's doing. So. Uh, we wish him the best, and hopefully we'll see Landon again soon, Mike. Uh, new feature on the Suns. If you're new around here, we're doing something different. Movie reviews, Mike. You and I have watched a lot of old movies, most of them, a lot of them together, which sounds kind of weird, but you know what I mean. Um, and so we figured we would just each week just see what old movie kind of pops into our head, pops into our minds, and that would be the movie we would review. Uh, last week we talked about Major League, which is, I think, by any and all accounts, the number one sports movie of all time, right? I can can I go sports movie all time number one, or does White Man can't jump in there? Oh, that yeah. So it was definitely baseball best movie of all okay. time. White Man can't jump right up there. 
right up there. My favorite basketball movie, definitely. Yeah. Um, what else would be up? I don't even know. So it's got to be top two, three for sure, unless I'm, there's something I'm not thinking about, which probably there is. Well, maybe it's a football movie, Mike. And this week we're going to review a, uh, I think it's a football movie. I mean, there's a lot of football in it, but I'm concerned this is actually a romantic comedy. Um, and I think that's actually the title of it when I look it up on the internet. The romantic sports comedy drama. Jerry Maguire, Mike. Everyone loves a good Jerry Maguire. 1996, starring Tom Cruise as an agent who uh, at some point gets a little bit, a um, little bit of morality about him, comes up with this new philosophy, loses his job, loses his star client and, and, and Kush with Kushlash and uh, ends up with Rod Tidwell. Uh, and, uh, and we kind of see that evolution. There's a kid involved. There's a woman involved, Renee Zellweger. Um, and in the end, uh, everyone lives happily ever after. And, uh, and Rod Tidwell gets his money. Spoiler alert, by the way, Mike, um, what do you like most about Jerry Maguire? It doesn't seem like, I don't know where I where I rank this. Where do you rank this in terms of movies that you like? Will you watch it every time it's on? Is it one you're flipping past? Where how does how do you think about Jerry Maguire? I haven't seen it in so long. I can't even remember the last time I you know just saw it on you know as I was flipping through the channels. I, I will stop for a little while if it's on, uh, depending on the part too. It is a it is a romantic movie more than a sports movie. How many sport football scenes are actually in it? Is it just the end when he's on Monday Night Football and he has and he's laying on the ground and he gets hit? Or is there another scene earlier in this in the movie? I don't even remember. There's a couple of scenes earlier in the movie, I think, where they're showing him like Rod Tidwell, that is, like not making plays and dropping passes, but they're just like highlight clips. I don't think there's any sort of like live action. I think that's the only part of it. Yeah. So um, it's an entertaining movie. It gives you it had two probably of the most classic lines that transcended mm-hmm. like pop culture at the time i mean you got show me the money yep. which everybody loves screaming and you had me at hello which mm. <laughs> yeah everybody used to say back then too so uh overall good movie entertaining i don't know if it's one of my favorites but it's not a bad movie it's up there there's a uh Interesting scene at the beginning of the movie, Mike. I don't know if you, I'm sure yes. you remember that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's probably the best scene in the movie, which is um, if I ever thought about, I've been watching a lot of movies with my daughters lately. I can't watch this movie with them because of that scene. Like <laughs> you'd have to watch the, the TV version of it where they cut that stuff out. Um, yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the uncut version in a long time. It's usually something I see uh, on cable. Also, I hate to turn this into a sad thing, but the actress who played uh, that that character, Kelly Preston, passed away. Mike, she's dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Not recently. Uh, twenty twenty. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my that's my fault. I derailed it. That's my fault. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise. Was he really a cocky sports agent in this one? Usually, I think that the, the theory behind this movie it was it was supposed to be based on Lee Steinberg, right, who was a powerful agent at the time. But everyone also thought it was a bit of a Drew Rosenhaus situation because he was also at that point one of the bigger agents and considered to be slimy at that point. Which that's kind of the juxtaposition as you had Bob Sugar. Um, who was played by Jay Moore, who was kind of like the slimy, would do anything agent, and then you had Jerry Maguire, who was you know supposed to be the you know the uh, the guy with morals who really cared about his clients. Um, so I think that was kind of like the, the, you know, the juxtaposition between uh, those two. And then Frank Cush, you know, he thinks he has Frank Cush. He's got Cush Lash and then Cush Lash, you know, 
my word is strong as oak, Mike, and, and Kushlak signs with Bob Sugar, and that sends Jerry into a tailspin. I think you're forgetting the other part is who come, who's coming with me. Yeah, okay. So the that, goldfish. Everyone's, yeah. I'm not going to do what you guys do and flip out here, and he's got the goldfish in his hand. I think that's the other really famous line. Yes, that is a good one. And then made uh, famous again and half-baked when they recreated that whole scene. Yeah, um, yeah it's got his moments. The kid was an adorable little kid. Um, <laughs> the zoo's closed, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one, yeah. Yeah, he's riding around in the on the airport on the uh, luggage rack there, whatever that thing's called. Um, yeah, it, I don't know how much of a sports movie it is. That's the problem. How many how many nitros is this getting out of you? All right, I gave out five for Major League. Yep, which is the best. I can't give it nearly that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a bad movie. I'll put it right there in the middle. You know, about three. Yeah, I was going to go th- 3.2 Nitros, um, right around there. Cuba Gooding Jr., who I think is canceled now, by the way. Uh, he won Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor in the Academy Awards uh, for his role as, uh, as uh, Rod Tidwell. Is this the best Tom Cruise sports movie? He's also done Days of Thunder, I think. Yeah. Um, there's the volleyball scene in Top Gun, which is not a sports movie, but people seem to think about that. Is this the best um, Tom Cruise sports movie? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Days of Thunder, to be honest. Is that right? Yeah, which I hear is racing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he also had a football scene in the latest Top Gun movie. So okay, okay. Instead of the volleyball, what's, uh, what was the movie? He was a did he play pool in a movie? Oh, yeah. Business, The Color of Money. Color of Money. There you go. Sorry, that's a good one. I like. I actually like that money. Uh, that movie. Yeah, I like that one. money too. <laughs> Fast Eddie Felsen. Um, that was a, It was a follow up to. It was a, it was a sequel to uh, the other movie with I can't remember his name right now. Okay, who's the guy that played the, the older man? Famous actor too. I just can't think uh, of his name. Paul Newman. Paul Newman, yeah. So, but I can't remember the the original movie either, which was good too. I've seen when he was playing against Fats Domino and all that stuff. Um, I, I actually do like that movie. I need to wa- go rewatch it. You talking about uh, the Hustler? Yes, the Hustler. Okay, there you go. My yeah, research yeah. is, is top notch. What is the um, <clears throat> what is the best Tom Cruise movie of all time? What's your what's your favorite Tom Cruise? Ooh. Is the Top Gun the original Top Gun? I love the newer one. I gotta rewatch okay. it too. That was great. Have you seen it? Uh, I have. Yep. Yeah. You saw it in the theaters? I did not. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to watch it again on t- uh, at home. But uh, I love that one. Best Tom Cruise movie of all time. I think we've done this before. You know what? I, I did come up. I had a top five list of top cruise. Well, then you should know this. Then what do you? What yeah, do you no, I don't remember what my list was that day. Cocktails on here, right? That Risky business. Good. Yeah. Color of money. Rain man. Born on the fourth of July. A few good men. Mission Impossible. He's got like nine of those. You know, I gotta say, uh, I haven't seen a lot of them. <laughs> he really struggled in the in that early two thousands. Though, what are we doing there? Top Gun. It, it, both of those are in there. I think I said that already. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to I you know the one that I loved him in, I didn't even know it was him until the credits came out was Tropic Thunder. I loved you in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's a good one. But uh, that can't be in the top five. Tropic Man. Thunder, that's fair. Yeah, this was uh, the same day I did my Celia Cruz top five movie. Uh, Eyes song. wide shut. Eyes wide shut's a weird one, Mike. I'm sure you've seen that. No, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I haven't seen as many movies as you think. <laughs> my movie, you've seen Eyes Wide Shut, though, no? I don't think so. 
It's like porn, basically. Yeah, I know. But I mean, porn's free and porn's <laughs> you available know. everywhere you want now. That's <laughs> like when people used to tell me, hey, you got to watch Game of Thrones. There's a lot of sex in that. I was like, you guys know that I can watch porn anytime <laughs> I want, right? And good porn. Not like this crap. Yeah. Mike, Soft educating porn, the though. youth. Educating the youth here. Did you I mean, watch? Are you a Game of Thrones fan, by the way? I've never seen Game of Thrones. Neither. I've never seen one episode. And now it's a mission of mine to never see one because everyone tells me how much I have to see it that now I just refuse to ever watch it. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't have time to get invested into any shows. My wife watches every single show ever created on any platform. Ever. She's seen them all. I don't oh, know how she does it. I've seen none. <laughs> how, how does she do that? And you've seen that? Like, where are you? She watches it on when we're recording these things. She's laying in bed right now watching it on Netflix. Or okay. she'll watch it, you know, she'll have it on. She's one of these people that can work and, and watch a show at the same time. I, I can't do that. Yeah. Can, yeah. I can't do that. I, I just get distracted. I'm just not paying attention. And I don't remember what the hell happened. I actually I, can't work without some sort of noise. I need something to distract me. Yeah, you used to study with the TV on. I did. I did. I, had, I need complete silence or else I, I'm reading the same thing over and over a thousand times. Happens. Um, so we're going cocktail then top movie for cocktail. Tom Cruise. Have we, <laughs> I do have we decided? Okay. Top gun. I mean, good. most people would go Top Gun. Yes. I mean, that would probably be the original Top Gun, would probably be the movie most associated with Tom Cruise. Yes, I would think okay. so. I got his list going on here now, too. I don't, he was in Gold Member, huh? Austin Powers, going. I don't remember really. Him. I love gold. Uh, Vanilla Sky. That was, the, that was the worst of the Austin Powers movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it had so much possibility, but Gold Member. Oof. <laughs> uh, was the love interest? Beyonce was the love interest in that one? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley, yeah. And then you get uh, Graham. This is Kensington. Yeah, Heather Graham. Yeah. Heather Graham and then Beyonce. Whatever I happened love- to Heather Graham? She had a star turn for a second there. She was in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Older girl. Yeah. yeah, she was, she came back around in the uh, Hangover movies with Hangover Two. She okay. was in. Since then, I don't know if I've seen her, but um, I always had Elizabeth Hurley. Always did it for me. The, the original, she was pretty damn hot. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was nice. Yeah. What's uh? All right. Uh, yeah, not a lot going on for Heather Graham. Yeah, it's been a bit of struggle. I mean, she's probably. You know, Hang started the family and just took a break. And it's different for women actors. It's harder for them to get back in. You got to stay in shape. You got to be hot. I, I don't know. Mm. Unless you're like uh, Meryl Streep and you could just do it for 50 years. I'm not seeing any evidence of any children here. No, maybe she just didn't want to. But I mean, perhaps it's just not listed on her Wikipedia. I don't know. But Tom. By the way. Tom Cruise, you ready? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Are you prepared to make your declarative statement? Cocktail. Best mm, one. Over Top Gun. Wow. Young Brian Flanagan. Flipping bottles, banging waitresses. I mean, what else do you want? There's not much else that you would need. Mike. <laughs> That's our movie review. So I got 3.2 uh, nitros. Mike has three nitros, even for uh, what was a romantic comedy slash sports movie slash one. You probably shouldn't watch around the kids if you're getting the uncut version. The cut version, you're fine around the kids. It'll keep you entertained for a while. I don't know. It, it, the football holds up a little bit. They have like a real football scene. I think they shoot that one like during an actual game. Uh, so you have the Monday Night Football guys who are kind of doing the doing the play-by-play. Uh, and then there's Roy Firestone at the end who makes him cry. It's a nice, nice tie. And if you're an old sports fan, you'll enjoy Jerry Maguire. 
cow of the week, Mike. You don't always enjoy cows of the week um, because they do some silly, idiotic things. Each week we find a cow, something that makes us laugh. Mike, who's your cow of the week? Um, this past week, is it still going on? I don't even know. The NFL Combine. I believe it's over officially as of today. I think there was some maybe some workouts today, but I think as of Monday when you and I are recording this, this thing is over. Yeah, and I'm not going into the whole thing. I think I've done before of people that watch the combine that are cows. Yes. Because that, that's just obvious. Wash winter pee. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I've seen a lot of news coming out of the combine of a certain quarterback that is now regarded as the the best next best thing, and that is. Mr. Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, because he is a hell of an athlete, you know, he is. He's fast. He can run. He's got a strong arm. All that stuff strong does not mean he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. I've seen him throw some of the worst passes you've ever seen in your life during a game directly to other teams for interceptions, for touchdowns. He just doesn't seem – to have it all upstairs right now. Maybe he can improve and maybe he can get better. I saw a chart uh, that came out today. It was something about the, I don't even know the name of the statistics, something about athletic ability or best athletes of all time, their ratings. And there was like three people that had a 10.0. And it was um, Anthony Richardson, Cam Newton, and Dante Culpepper was up there. And then there was the list went on. For about like the top twenty, and yeah, Cam Newton was had a good NFL career. Dante had a good NFL career, but the rest of the guys, Mariota was next on the list, uh, and some other just guys that I couldn't even tell you who they were on the list. Tim Tebow, I think, was like number fifteen, but nobody else on that list turned out really to be a great NFL quarterback. So, yeah, it's important to be a good athlete, but you need to be able to know what to do with the football, where to put it. And not just have the strongest arm and be the fastest guy. So, uh, some team is going to take a shot on this guy. Yep. And draft he may him. go over. He may go number one, Mike. One. Here's well. Here's my thinking. So the Bears seem to not want the pick. They think they want to trade out because they have Justin Fields. I think it's the Colts are sitting at four, who need a quarterback badly. The Colts' new head coach, I can't say his last name, Shane Station, I think his name is, was the offensive coordinator for Philadelphia. So if they trade up to number one, who did he have in Philadelphia? What kind of offense did he run in Philadelphia? He had Jalen Hurts, and he did a lot of that push the quarterback, zone read, run for first downs. That's what Anthony Richardson probably could do. So it's very possible that he could go number one overall if the Colts get that pick, if their head coach sees something in the mold of a Jalen Hurts, who checks a lot of the same boxes you just referenced in terms of being a really good athlete, being really big, really big, really strong, but maybe not the best uh, arm and or accuracy, although that's improved, so I don't want to say it hasn't. But Will Levis also fits that bill, too, by the way, the Kentucky kid um, who may or may not be afraid of milk. <laughs> I never heard that until you just mentioned it to me before in the break. He's afraid of milk? He's not story, allergic yeah. to milk? He's just afraid no. No, it's a true. I don't. So I didn't. I didn't read the entire. I have. I have no idea if it's actually uh, true or not. It could be one of these fooled by the internet. I think Levitar talked about it today uh, on the show. Will Levis Milk. Here's the tweet from somebody named Jacob Infanti, who has thirty-one thousand followers. He's a writer for the Bears. Um, my Will. Le- oh no, that's not it. Sorry. Source: A legitimate concern NFL teams have with uh, Will Levis is his deathly fear of milk. <laughs> I've been told he screams in terror at even the slight the sight of milk, let alone the taste. It impedes his daily task, Source says. I'm worried how he'll fit in an NFL program. Now, I think it's a joke. 
um, because Will Levis famously uses mayonnaise in his coffee. So I think it's a joke, but it's funnier if it's true. I mean, if it's true, you know, the fans are just going to show up with milk cartons dressed as milk cartons. I mean, you yeah. completely <laughs> split them out. <laughs> that It can't be true. Who's scared of milk? What's the strangest thing you're scared of? What's what do you have a like? Is it I hate I hate snakes. I want nothing to do with a snake. Anytime there's a snake anywhere in my vicinity, whew, I'm out the other way. Every yeah. time. I mean alligators. <laughs> Pretty much any animal that I can, can see an alligator, like an alligator is never gonna be very close to me, right? Like it's a possibility, and it's happened at my house before. I've walked out in my, my driveway garage and there's a there's a snake. Very, very few times have I seen an alligator in my driveway. There could be an less alligator in your driveway. There could be, but less than zero. So until it's real, I can't imagine. Are you a heights guy? You afraid of heights? No, I'm, I'm okay. I, okay. I I was just up at the top of the rock when I went to New York uh, okay. a couple months ago. We went all the way to the top. I like going up there and checking out the views. I'm not okay. scared of heights. But um, animals. Uh, all, a lot of different kinds of animals. I, I don't like to be get close to them. I, I don't like going to petting zoos. I don't like <laughs> any of that stuff. I don't want to be around sheep. I don't know. Revelation. <laughs> My kids like to go pet the, uh, the sheep. Anytime we were at like one of these fairs or one of the, you know, some kind of uh, event where they bring even like birthday parties when they bring the animals around, I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want to yeah. touch them. Well, so do you, do you just have a disdain for them or you are you afraid of them? Are you afraid that one may attack you? Yeah, I think I'm afraid they <laughs> at least you know try to bite me or something. I don't want it. I can't. The thing with the animals is I can't reason with them. I can't talk them out of something. Like somebody's pissed at me. Somebody wants to fight me or something. Maybe I can talk my way out of it. Maybe I can you know mm-hmm. reason with the person. An animal wants to come after me. You're That's not. it. He's coming after me. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I can do about it other than just run or hide or you know find some cover or something. So I'm, I'm, uh, if I'm deathly afraid of anything, it's, it's the ocean, it's the sea. It's not like going into the beach and like being on the shore, yada, 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 but like going, like, I will never go diving. Not going to happen. You will never see me snorkeling under any significant body of water. Like give me the shore in like eight feet of depth. And I am good. Anything after that. I'm, I, I don't know what's down there, Mike. We don't know what's down at the bottom of the ocean. There are things that live under the ocean that you and I don't know about. I'm not supposed to be there. That's not my place. That's somebody else's home. It's not my home. I shouldn't be down there. So I want no parts of being anywhere in the ocean. I'll stay in the surface. I'll go out about 10 feet or so. After that though, we're, we're high tail on the back end. We're having a cocktail. I'm not meant to be in the ocean. There's nothing there for me. Would you go on a cruise? Have you been on, I've a, been cruise? on a cruise? I've been on a cruise and were you scared the whole time. I was not. No, I'm good because I, I knew the boat. But if that thing sunk, man, and we were it, my poor wife, it, we were going to get a Titanic moment. Like I'm taking the I'm taking the dinghy and I'm out of there because I'm not meant to be there. There's nothing in that water that's meant for me. That, that, that's not for me. It's not my home. It's not my place. There's definitely stuff in there. We have no clue. They say we know less about the ocean than we know about exactly. the moon. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing in there. I have no idea what I'm actually a little concerned. Uh, fun fact. So we're booking a family vacation over the summer. Uh, we are going to drum roll. Costa Rica. And so we're going to see there's some sort of a rainforest jungle situation. I'm not really happy with that either, (laughs) because I feel like that's kind of adjacent to the ocean, right? Where there's things in there that I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be around. Now, it seems like they've they've modernized this portion of the uh, rainforest jungle situation. So perhaps they've already gotten rid of all that stuff and I should be okay. But that's it's it's really ocean adjacent to me to be in a rainforest jungle of any kind. Yeah. See, jungle, I'm not going. I'm out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Monkeys swinging from trees and there's no like fence or cage keeping them away from me. Any of that stuff? No, I'm good. Like, here's uh, most, yeah, here's the most interesting. Well, I'll get back to you in a sec. So she wants my wife wants to go on a zip line, right? Uh-huh. She wants to go zip lining through like this jungle. And I'm like, eh, are we sure? And she's like, oh, it's fine. Like it's a zip line thing. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Right. So sure. Fine. We can do that. And I, I, she's like showing me like the thing on the Internet. And I look at the screen, Mike. It's a two and a half hour zip line. That's way too, like that's way too long to zip line. Like this is the thirty second thing I'm thinking. Like we're here, we're here, we're off, we're going home. This is a two hour zip line through the jungle, and I was like, Ugh, monkeys, bats. <laughs> I don't know what's in there. My, I just this is not a spot I need to be involved in. I, are they sons of UCF fans? I doubt it. So there's nothing I can do there. Yeah, but that's like a tourist thing where they probably cleared out that whole area. They know exactly what's you in there. You would think. You would hope. Um, and the two hours probably includes like a 30 minute training session and getting all your gear and all this stuff and whatever. You're not actually, I don't think you're actually sliding for two hour and a half hours. <laughs> well, no, you go like platform to platform. Yeah. Like you slide to a platform, then they hook you up to another line. You slide on that one for a little bit in time. So no, it's not a two and a half hour <laughs> contiguous <laughs> line. At some point that's a little dramatic, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit like, Ooh, are we sure we want to do this? Like, uh, maybe we should, what are they? There are other options here. Uh, yeah, I, I need to figure that out. I'm a little bit, a little bit concerned. Yeah. Uh, mother nature is just not like I, I say all the time. I, I'm a big city guy. I like going to the big cities. That's why I don't have any desire to go to these big 12 places. Um, nature. <laughs> to be fair, there aren't going to be any like, well, maybe there will be wild animals in Lubbock. I don't know. <laughs> of course there are. There's all kinds of sheep and horses running around. Well, that's not a wild animal. Uh, I mean, keep... Wild to me. Are you afraid of a sheep? Maybe. Yeah. I don't want a sheep like getting probably could your ass, yeah. Dude, probably could my family has been to, well, we're from Ecuador, but um, there was a trip years ago where or a couple times they've gone to the Galapagos Islands and it's supposed to be beautiful and you see all kinds of, I have no desire to go. I didn't go. I was like, nope. One time they went when my daughter was, my first daughter was just born. So I had that excuse. So yeah, we just had the baby. We're not going it. But there was another time I was like, no, I'm good. I'll come back early, a couple days early. I don't really want to go and see the seals, you know, coming up off the beach <laughs> and, and sitting right next to me while I'm trying to have lunch. I don't like it. I don't like when birds come in. Like we were at a resort one time and, you know, I'm sitting there eating a burger and these birds come over, fly onto the table, start eating my uh, French fries. Get, get away. I, I don't want those animals by me. So I got distracted, Mike, while you were talking, I Googled our um, sheep dangerous and I found a website, discoverthelake.com. And uh, they, they say this about how to survive a sheep attack is the name of the article. And it says, despite their placid, even timid appearance, an encounter with a wild sheep can be terrifying. Um, while lambs are cute, especially when they're being uh, when they're uh, around the field, fully grown sheep often have a menacing edge. Their eyes have a, de- a demonic look. So being stared at by a sheep can cause unwary uh, visitor to panic. You're supposed to avoid eye contact with a sheep, Mike. Have a look at sheep in the eye. That's what I'm learning here. Um, uh, sheep typically attack prey within 20 yards. However, they run out of steam, um, so you're safer on higher ground. Um, never, ever place yourself between, between a sheep and its young. Do not wear bright-colored clothing. See? There's too many rules. Right? Sheep attacking packs, Mike. Sheep attacking packs. Who knows? You may not have known that the bright colored clothing, although you're wearing a you know a bright orange shirt, you weren't expecting to see any sheep that day. All of a sudden, you got three sheep on your ass. That's exactly the stuff I don't want. 
Okay, uh, hold on. Now I'm now I'm concerned I was fooled by the internet because if the worst happens and you're cornered by one of these vicious predators, you have a split second to react. Try to make yourself look as big as possible by standing on your tiptoes, raising your arms above your head. Shout loudly, but do not shout mitt sauce. <laughs> so I may have been fooled by the internet. I'm not really sure. Oh, the only know. thing is, she- oh, hold on. This is good for you. The only thing a sheep is afraid of is a dog. So That's bring, the only your dog with you, bring your dog with you everywhere and you're good mike the sheep ain't afraid of an elephant or a lion or only dogs check That's back how dumb this animal is i'll google that that can't be right either i don't know maybe i'm fooled by the internet but there's plenty of articles here that are in- indicating that sheep can become dangerous when they're isolated from their flock jumping is common in sheep and they jump with enough force to break your legs any animal like, can be dangerous, and especially the getting between them and their their child. You know, all bets are off. Then you don't ever do that, and you may not even know you're in between them and their child at the time. So, or a kid? Is it a kid? Sheep? Is it a kid? No. Which one's the kid? I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not my kid, Mike. I have no idea. Uh, flock, I guess. Um, no, no. Lamb? I'm talking about what was the name of a baby sheep. Uh, a doe, a deer, a female. I, uh, hold on, baby sheep. Let me. What's I'm, the one I'm that's unqualified. a kid? A baby, a sheep, baby is called a lamb. All right. <laughs> then there's the. I can't pronounce this word, Mike. There's the U E W E. You. It's a sheep over. <laughs> it's a sheep over one year of age. All right. What are baby sheep called? It's a lamb. Yeah, it's a lamb. I told you it's a lamb. There's something that the baby is called the kid, and I can't think of what it is right now. Whose baby? A sheep's baby? No, obviously not a sheep's baby. We decided that's a lamb. There's another animal. <laughs> There's a lot of other animals. What, I don't... The baby's name is a kid. It's referred to as a kid. Like a joey? Like a kangaroo? Yeah, see, a joey's a kangaroo. One of them is oh, a so kid. You mean a literal kid name. Okay. Yeah, the name, it's called kid. KID. Animal called. <laughs> All right. I'm, we're not, I have no idea how we got on this topic. Um, this is why we call this the uh, shenanigans hour. A baby goat is called a kid. There you go. That was close. Goat, sheep. Sheep, goat. You were right there. Did you get off the truck? <laughs> you were You were right there with the uh, with the talking goat. Um, how did we get on this topic? I don't even know. I don't know. Costa Rica. For... Oh, yeah. Costa Rica. Check back. I'm also concerned about the drive. It's like a two-hour drive from the airport to the resort. And the Ooh. roads are all kinds of windy, and there's like you know, I'm not sure what the infrastructure looks like. Um, so I, I'm a little bit concerned about that too. That's far. You already booked it. When are you guys going? We have not officially hit. We booked the resort. We're playing the uh, wait for the price drop on the tickets game right now. We think we've got as low as we're going to get. Um, I believe my wife was hitting purchase t- either today. She may have done it while you and I were talking, or tomorrow morning. We're going to go in late uh, May. I think the last week of May, first week of June, somewhere in that ballpark. Was this a birthday gift for her? Her birthday was just the other day. Right? It was. It was not. No, this is our, my children are spoiled, rotten, and demand to go on vacation every time. And so I'm forced to go on a vacation. Have I told you my vacation problems, Mike? Do you want to hear about these right now? Here's my vacation problems. <laughs> you and I live in a, in a similar sphere, right? We live in Florida. We live in tropical locations. We are. I am right now where I'm sitting, 10 minutes from the beach, 
what you're 15 like from the beach right so whenever we go on vacation they're like let's go to the bahamas let's go to i'm like we literally could just go to the beach right here right i always want to do something a little different like let's have an excursion let's do something a little adventurous right let's go to a city let's try something right my kids are 15 and 10 they hate each other they have nothing in common so there's no like common ground there i can't just force them to be together because they absolutely despise each other so it's not like i can rely on them hang out with each other so i've got to find ways to entertain these kids and all they want to do is go to these resort beach situations which is literally right where we live so i'm always trying to find something unique which is how costa rica came about because it's a little bit of rainforest it's a little bit of beach and they have whitewater rafting which is something i want to do i want to go whitewater rafting so they have a little whitewater rafting situation so that's how costa rica got selected and you may be saying to yourself adam hey there are plenty of places in the united states that have those you're correct mike however my children are dead set on they have to leave the country <laughs> they, they, they will not vacation inside the country anymore they have to leave the country all right. That's it. There's no, there's no, I was like, Hey, there's this little place. There's this place. No, we, it's gotta be out of the country. Like, okay, well, does it have to be out of the country? Let's go to Canada. That's out of the country. Uh, that didn't work out. Um, Cabo was an option, but it's a really far flight to get to Cabo from where we are. Uh, that was an option, but not as family friendly in some spots. So we, we X'd out Cabo. Um, and so they're, they have to leave the country. So Costa Rica was selected because it has options and it's out of the country. Costa Rica is supposed to be beautiful. I've never been. I've heard. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know it's a, well, I know people that go there for other reasons. And, <laughs> uh, I've heard nothing but good things about Costa Rica. Okay, okay um, fair. So I think you guys are going to have a good time. Uh, yeah, my wife has a friend who, uh, who you know, Kristen, uh, who, who spent some time there and, and loved it and said it was great, loved everything about it. So we've got some inside knowledge, apparently, on, on what that looks like. How many nights are you looking at? I think this is a four or five nighter. I think this is like a leave Monday, come back Friday situation. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the plan right now. Yeah, the kids are gonna love it. You're gonna go broke and yeah, yeah. Well, again, this is the problem. Like when when your when your girls get older, you're you're kind of on that precipice, right? When they get older, it's gonna be keeping up with the Joneses, right? Like so and so's family went to Barcelona for the spring break. I'm like, well, cool. I hope they had a fun time, right? Like they all want to do these things now, so that's gonna require me to go broke, which is great. Oh yeah, I'm like, hey, let's go to the Keys, and they're like, the Keys? We're not going there. That's in Florida. <laughs> we live in Florida. I'm like, yeah, but have you been to the Keys? Nice. You know, you can do all these things there. Nah, get out of here with the Keys. So we can't go to the Keys. <laughs> I know. We kind of we went on that really nice vacation last year. It kind of set the standard. Now it's like, uh, you know, we got always, everything's gonna have to measure back up to that. You know. Yeah. So. I don't no, know. You screwed yourself there. Yeah. Um. Hmm. But I would like to. Leave, I like leaving the country too. But there's so many places in America that I haven't been to that I'd like to go to. So, I try so would to your kids be okay going someplace the, the tiniest bit educational? Like if you went to Washington D.C. and you're like, we're gonna tour the White House, we're gonna look at the monument, we're gonna, you know, whatever Arlington Cemetery. Like my child, that's torture for my children. They want no part of that. Like that's the last thing they will ever do. Yeah, my kids. Uh, one of them probably like it. I think Emily would enjoy it probably more than Isabella. My wife has no desire to do any of that. I would love to go to Washington D.C. and do it, all that stuff, but my wife, no, no desire at all. She wants to go places for food. That's her only thing. I want to go to try the best food here. That's why we went to Italy. Mm-hmm. She loved the, the Italian food, all that stuff. That's all she wants to do is just travel for food, which you know I love too. I <laughs> I love eating. And drinking all around the world myself but i do like that kind of stuff that she's not really into like when we went to uh for our honeymoon we went to paris and we went to london hmm. she hates london 
she thought London sucked. I thought London was pretty cool. It was kind of like New York. There was a lot of history behind it and all that stuff, you know, Big Ben and Parliament and all that crap. I, I kind of liked Parliament she, and all that crap. <laughs> she didn't really like it at all. You know why she didn't like it? Because the food sucked. The food in London really wasn't that good. You get the bangers and mash and the fish and chips. Eh, none of it was really great. Um, but then we went to Paris and the food was delicious and she never stopped talking about it. Yeah, my kids, I, I, you know where I've never been? I'm dying to go. Um, and I, I try to talk them into this as a vacation option, although it's not the most vacationist city in the world. I always want to go to, um, to Dealey Plaza, JFK, assassination, uh, the book depository, the grassy knoll. I'd love to see that stuff. It's probably a half day you know, thing overall, right? I'm like, let's go there. There's a um, Great Wolf Lodge water park. We can go to that afterwards. I got a brother-in-law lives in Austin. Maybe we can go down there and check out Austin. And I was shouted down from afar. Oh, dude, I went to that. It was fantastic. I went Never. that time. I went to the Giants Cowboys game. We spent, I think, two or three nights in Dallas. And the last day, yeah, we did that. The the JFK thing that was cool. You know what you don't realize is how close of a shot that was. You, yeah. you sit up there and you're in the the room. Actually, I think they put it the floor below, actually, or the floor above. You're not actually in the the same level because they mm. keep it preserved. But they set it up the way exact same way. You're looking through the window, and it's an easy shot. It's not far at all. And it's such an easier shot coming down the other street, which makes you realize, you know, why he probably was not alone in the whole thing. Mm. Um, oh, conspiracy theory, Mike. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a, a cool experience. I did enjoy doing that. And um, also in Dallas, or right there next to the, the Cowboy Stadium, you have a Six Flags for the kids. Which yeah. is a huge uh, amusement park with a whole bunch of roller coasters and all that stuff. So that would be fun. This is why I was hoping we can go to the uh, Cotton Bowl this year. And then we ended up losing the Navy and losing the Tulane. And that was out of the picture. I told my kids too, same thing. I said we could have gone to the game. I could have gotten that out of the way. Like it had been perfect. But, you know, blame Gus Miles on. What are you going to do? Well, now we still can play TCU, right? That's not far. I think. We could. We could actually go to the tournament on this week, Mike, for our one SMU game. We could see it right then and there. We're not going <laughs> to do that, by the way, but uh, that is, uh, that's an option. Um, I don't think I've given a cow of the week. I have two options for you, Mike. Um, the XFL's Orlando Guardians actively doing everything they can to make sure UCF fans do not root for them. Tonight, Mike, they signed Quentin Flowers as quarterback. So former, uh, former cow Quentin Flowers is now going to be sporting that ugly green colors again. And the Guardians are terrible, and their quarterback may or may not have sold their playbook, Mike. What a, what a fiasco. <laughs> it was a terrible team. Well, I mean, you knew it was cursed from the beginning when they brought out those uniforms. What mm -hmm. were they thinking? If you're trying to engage the Orlando area fan, you can't yeah. come out in, the, in green and go, and yellow like that. So just poor management overall. And now you're signing cows to play on the team. Terrible. Which is another bad thing. We can't find an ex-UCF quarterback that's available. And if Flowers is good. He's probably better than any of the other ex-UCF quarterbacks that are out there now. Blake maybe has a couple of runs back. He doesn't want to play left. anymore? No, probably not. I mean, I don't think playing the XFL does Blake any good at this point. Um, mm -hmm. McKenzie's been pretty vocal about he's only going to play in the NFL. If not, he's not. He's not playing. We had Daryl Mack on. He, he, yeah. can't be, he can't be that bad. With Justin <laughs> Holman, what's he up to these days? I mean, I've Kyle Israel. Yeah, Dust off Kyle Israel. Maybe he's still got a couple Israel. of throws left. He graduated in there. 2007. <laughs> I mean, he was playing in Germany, I think, wasn't he? I mean, he may have yeah, a couple of throws was, left. That had to be like 10 years ago by now. 
no bedroom laying around. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's probably passed it. He played in the pre- didn't he play in the arena league like three or four years ago? Maybe, but I was saying, okay, he graduated in 2007, right? That was his senior year. I mean, that's 16 years ago now. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. At least he's 38, 39 at this point, then. <laughs> Tom Brady was 45, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady and Kyle Israel. Same sentence. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are saying. By the way, Tom Brady is coming back, right? We. I saw something today. I saw something today. Yeah, where someone said Rich Eisen said, "Like, watch out for Miami or something." So yeah, he's coming back. I I I never once for a second believed he was retiring for. Do you want your Giants to give Daniel Jones forty-five million dollars? I, I mean, does that stop us from (laughs) salary cap stuff? I I don't know how they manage all that stuff, but do I like Daniel Jones? I like him. I think he can be okay. I think he can win with them. I think he, uh, he remember he did all he had a good year last year with no receivers mm-hmm. zero none I mean they had Kenny Galladay who sucked they didn't even they, play they he had um, the the guy that he drafted number one a couple of years ago they ended up trading him to the Chiefs Kadarius Tony Tony yeah he has the big punt return in the Super Bowl and he's playing with a bunch of backups and you know still did pretty well went to the playoffs won a game. Give him a couple receivers. Give him, uh, you know, improve the line a little bit. Improve the defense. Touch the checks. Know. We're in. Uh, my second cow of the week, Mike, is going to be me. This is a pre-cow of the week, all right? Uh, so I live in the uh, the nice little community of Ponte Vedra. Not a lot going on in Ponte Vedra, Mike. Very nice place to live, but not a lot happening. Except for this week, we shut down Ponte Vedra for the Players Golf Tournament. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Players Golf Tournament. It actually starts tomorrow with a concert, all the stuff. I'm going Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm going to be paying like 12 bucks a Michelob Ultra. And I, I just know it already, Mike. And I'm going to do it. I thought, so I'm, pre, I'm pre-Cow of the Week. You went last year, right? Didn't your buddy hook you up with the tickets? It doesn't include any drinks or anything? No, no. I got free I get free tickets, which is a, a good benefit, right? I get free grounds passes. Um, every now and again, he can get us into like a hospitality tent for like a half hour before they notice we're there. But he also can't do it forever. So there's a couple of free drink options. But, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, 13 bucks for a Michelob Ultra. Here I come. You just got to walk right into those places like you, you're supposed to be there or you work there or something. Yeah. So I need to get into like there's a, there's a but they have this heavy wristband system. I got to figure out. I know in college, our, our play used to be wait for someone to leave in the parking lot, pick up the wristband, go inside the place. We looked like we were 21. I don't know if that's an option at the players. I need to get one of those wristbands that get you access to that is what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they were selling a ticket so i could have gotten in like a grandstand covered area um you know right off the 16th with a little bit of view of 17 which is the island green and it was like 500 bucks a ticket but it included um it included food and beverage is that 500 per day or for all days per day per day that's okay so to go thursday all day i'd have to pay 500 bucks for all the food and drink i can handle and well, you're not gonna spend that much area. on drinks you're not. Well, I'm not planning on it, but you never know. I mean, ten dollars a pop, twelve dollars. Well, I mean, food. No, you're not going to spend five hundred. No, it's, it's not. A, it's not a money maker. No, yeah. I considered it though. So I'm going to pre calorie because I'm. I'm. I'm certainly going to donate my you, fair share to the players' championship. You know what you need is that beer belly. Mm. That, that system where you you wear it under your shirt. It just looks like you have a gut, but it's really full of uh, beer. You got a little That's straw sticking out here. I'm not going to say security at the players is lax, Mike, but it's not the strongest. They do this thing where if you have a kid under 15, they get in for free. Um, and so last year I was, I brought my daughter with me and like, literally like I, I didn't, I had my phone ready to show the ticket. So I walked up at the gate. I'm like, uh, hi. And he's like, yeah, you're good. And I'm like, she's with me. They're like, that's fine. 
like I, you could have came with me and be like, yeah, it's my kid. And then I'm like, okay, he's good. Like, yeah. I think I could have snuck anybody in uh, into the player. So I'm not saying security is, is lax, but I'm not saying it's not. They're not going to pat you down or anything. And if they do, I mean, it just looks like you have a gut. It doesn't set off the metal detectors. You're not How hurting does it anybody. Stay cold though. How does it stay cold? It's got a, it's insulated. It's like a cooler. Hmm. Interesting. I, okay. I bought one. Well, yeah, I bought one <laughs> of course years ago. Okay. <laughs> and the, very first time I opened it and you're supposed to like rinse it out and stuff that I opened it to rinse it out. There's a hole in it. I never got to use it. Not once. Where, where, where were you planning to unearth this? Uh... Um, football games. This was back before you could drink at the uh, bounce house. I was going to take them to the UCF games and just fill up my, my stomach with a beer. And it worked the one time, not the beer belly, but it was called the wine rack. And I've told this story on here before. Same same theory, except instead of like making it look like you got a big belly, it's for women. It makes you look like you got some big boobs. You fill it up with wine. It's called the wine rack. And we used it at the BYU game. And my buddy, <laughs> me and Ricky, we went back out to the car at halftime and because you can't drink at BYU. Went back into the stadium second half. He came back in with a pair of double Ds, and I was breastfeeding off him for the whole second half with some Jack Daniels and Coke. And uh, away we went. <laughs> and then, I, was it was it like a fanny pack? Yeah, it's some. You wear it under your shirt. Are they yeah. still sell them. You're looking at it now. I'm seeing a lot of fanny belly. pack. I, I, this is called the Dad Bag Fake Beer Belly Waste Pack Fanny Pack. It's on Amazon. It's probably the most words I've ever seen. Well, this one was called the Beer Belly. It's Beer Belly in the Wine Rack. It's just like yeah, it, it, you wear it right here on your stomach. It looks yeah. like your gut's sticking out a little bit, and you could fill it up probably with uh, like two, three gallons of beer or something. Beer belly, beer holder. Beer belly, beer one belly one. drinking sack. This epic 24-ounce beverage holder is shaped like the... No, that's not it. Shaped like the tusk of an elephant. doesn't seem like... This is probably more of my alley. Drinkstuff.com. Yeah. I don't know if I can get it in time, though. Amazon. Overnight. It's Today's Amazon. Monday. You could definitely get it by Thursday. I, bet you oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. This thing's ugly. Yeah. A little hose thing. I, I see you there. Yeah. Basically got a strap in the back like a man's ear. I like this. Yeah. All right. I'll there you go. There. You can fill up enough beer in there to get hammered. And you won't Tune in next week. How much does it cost? 40 bucks? Uh, I don't see a price on this one, actually. I don't think, I mean, maybe with inflation. I think I probably paid like 30 bucks or 40 bucks back. And this was 10 more. 15 Oh, this years one ago. says on a stock. Ew. Do the wine racks. <laughs> <laughs> Sly beer drinking sack. Now let's see how much this one is. One of my options here. This one doesn't even load. What are we doing, Mike? I mean, tune in next week, though, where I'll tell you how I got kicked out of the players for uh, for having a fake beer belly. So you can check that out on the next week's episode of uh, the Sons of UCF. Again, this is part two, the shenanigans hour of the Sons of UCF. $33, Mike. Uh, the yeah, shenanigans yeah. hour of the uh, Sons of UCF. Make sure you're following along, whatever we do, social media, Sons of UCF, all that stuff. We are like 25-ish people away from 1,000 YouTube subscribers. It's only taken us like a month to get from 50 to 25. So 25 to go. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already done that. Um, Thursday, I think we're doing a live show, Mike. I should be okay to be there Thursday. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be there Thursday, 8 o'clock. Uh, game's at 2.30, so we'll have some post-game reaction. Uh, so tune in Thursday, 8 p.m., uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, 
that's it. I'm going to go plan a beer belly fake uh, drinking mechanism. And Mike is going to stay away from any and all petting zoos uh, available to him. Everybody else, though, have a fantastic week. We will talk to you on Thursday. Good night. Charge on. My name is Jada Cody. Thank you for watching The Sons of UCF. Sports Social Podcast Network.